Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, thank you for joining me again today and sharing about moving forward in our lives. I was telling you the story of, of my life and how God got a hold of our heart and how we left a church that I'd been at for nine years, a church that was a very prosperous church, and many people came to know Jesus, and uh, the church had grown immensely, and to come and say yes to a church that had been struggling, a church that had some issues, and uh, but yet I said yes, so I'm going to continue on with that uh, journey today. And I yesterday I read the third chapter of Revelation, the first six verses, talking about the church of Sardis, and you can refer uh, to that, and I'll probably refer to it as I share today. But uh, I just want us to really be aware of what God wants to do in our lives. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity to share. Thank you for all those that are listening. God, I pray you bless their lives today. Lord, I pray they put you first and they honor you in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. I can tell you this, the first month when I got to Boise, Idaho, and we had that very tiny church, I was wondering what I had done. What have I done? I left a great life with my wife and 11-month-old son. I left season tickets to the Portland Trailblazers that I just finally acquired after nine years. <laughs> that was a tough one. To move into an old parsonage that had mold in the basement and had to live on much less income. We actually sold our second car when we arrived so we could make ends meet. The church allowed me to substitute teach twice a week to supplement my income. Finally, my wife and I started seeing the hand of God work in our lives. He started building a faith walk in us to trust God for our needs. Frankly, we had become too comfortable in Vancouver. We had become very comfortable. We had a, like I said, we had a large church, you know, 1,200 plus, and I had a singles group. I've dealt with over 100 people myself just my own ministry, my own little church within the church. And they took very good care of us uh, financially. And we everything was, everything was just wonderful. But then to step out and start anew, I wasn't used to that. I hadn't done that in years and years. But the Lord helped us and gave us tools to, to help wake up the church so we could be alive sharing the good news of Jesus with our community. And that's what... Jesus was telling the church in Sardis, you wake up, wake up. You got to get with it. We are excited. We were excited because we had grown from church from 50 to 66 to uh, it just kept growing every year. We grew for 22 straight years. But not only did we grow in numbers, but we grew in, in spiritual growth. Many people were baptized over the years. Many were baptized. See, sometimes as a church, we fall into a passive complacency, and we just keep going down the same path over and over again because it's comfortable and we're happy. Folks, happiness comes when we are obedient to the things of God, when we are seeing people come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Finally, in our fourth year, we've surpassed the 100-member mark. And things were moving along. And when we hit somewhere around 120, someone said, Pastor, this is about as big as we want to get. We like this size. I'm like, what? I said, then I'm in the wrong place. If everyone has that thought that I'm in the wrong place, 
because I have been called to bring people to Christ, to help people love and forgive and accept people, and that people would accept Jesus. Finally, the church got it started and coming alive. And, and when a church comes alive and wakes up from its nap, great things happen. That exact, exactly what happened in the church of Sardis in Revelations. They needed new life. They needed to return to how they once were. You see, outwardly, things seem fine in Sardis. But spiritually, that wasn't the case. Christ declared that he knew their deeds. The life and the testimony of the church wasn't there. They came together and called it church, but void of allowing the Spirit of God to move. I like the song, Come Awake. It was time for the church to come awake, just like it's time for the church of God to wake up. The church of God of Ohio, the church of God of Idaho, and all our churches to be alive with the Spirit of God, all the church in the Treasure Valley, all churches that are of God. And what I mean of God, the churches that are worshiping the living God and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again for them. We are all one church. We're the body of Christ. Every believer, we're a part of the big church. You know how it begins? By making one disciple at a time. One of the reasons our church has grown over the years is because one person would invite someone else, and they would invite someone else, and many were non-churched. And you know, thank the Lord, over the many years we were able to baptize, I don't know, four to 500 people, I imagine. I wish it was 4,000, but we keep pressing on. It's interesting, the messages to the seven churches in Revelation. You have them, he, he's trying to give them some positive feedback. He told this church to obey what they had heard. And they said, I, you know, or I'm going to come like a thief, and you will not know when I come to you. He goes on to them. He said they had a few people that were living right, he tells them in Revelations 3, 1 through 6. The Lord says that they can overcome. But he says, you know what? I will never, if they overcome, I will never blot their name out of the book of life. I can tell you this. I want there to be no question that my name is in the book of life and that I will see my Savior face to face. Do you have a question in your life? Are you listening out there today? You said, I don't know if I'm there. You can be. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and to come in your life and give you that desire to serve him and then serve him. Take action. That's what he wanted the church of Sardis to do, to take action. Okay, so we've heard about the church of Sardis. The question now is what do we do as body of believers what can we do? What we do is this. Listen, folks. Three words. We take action. We spend time in deep prayer about how God can help revive our land and our churches. We get out and we spend time with people. We develop relationships. We encourage people. We love people even when it's hard to do. We teach people the Word of God and teach them how to live for Jesus in a powerful way. By the way, when you hit a brick wall, get over it or through it or around it, and please do not let the enemy discourage you so much you can't be effective for the kingdom of God. God has blessed so many churches, and He has certainly blessed the church that I pastored for 34 years, Cloverdale Church of God. I am so blessed. Oh, we've had our ups and downs, but you know what? 
God is reviving the church. And I pray, as I talked about the other day, I pray that people will start coming back to church, that our churches would be filled again. I hear from some people that their churches are about back to where they were, but on the majority, no, nowhere close. Majority, many people are staying away. Yes, some are still following online because we've built a great online presence, which I'm happy about, especially for those that can't get out. But if we can get out, we need to come and help revive the church, get involved with Sunday school, get involved with teaching, get involved in a youth group. The other day, the other Sunday, I walked into our youth group. It was going well. But they need some more youth leaders to watch those kids. You know, they're getting a lot of kids, but you need people to help the youth leaders. You need people to help the children's ministry. You need people to step up to the plate. We have a, you've heard about this often, but we have a wood ministry in our church that, that we have a couple tree companies that donate wood, and and we have men and and boys that uh, come and and cut it up and put it in cords, and they sell it for a, a cheap donation, and and it's and we made I think we're going to make over fifteen thousand dollars this year towards mission, but they come together, they're serving. We need that in every area. And that's funny because that is a physical job, what they're doing. And we get people to do that. But sometimes to get people to, to, to teach our kids and to be there for them, it's difficult. We need to step up. We need to take action. That's what he, Jesus was trying to uh, encourage the church in Sardis through John the Revelator. to You don't wake up before it's too late. Get with it. We got people dying all around us that don't know Jesus. What are we doing about it? What are we doing about our neighbors in our neighborhood? What are we doing about those where we shop at? You can have you can build great relationships where you shop at. It's a tremendous opportunity. I can tell you story after story about that kind of thing. But you know what? God has to get a hold of each of our hearts. And I want him to get a hold of my heart too. And I want him to encourage me. I want him to give me even greater motivation in my older age to be able to do things for him. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what God would have me do the last part of my life, but I know one thing. I want to serve him. I want to be about his business in whatever way I can do it. You know, we got some exciting things going on in this world. I'm so thankful for Christian Radio, too, and for Beth and Dave Schaefer and their family and and having this station because they help us to be able to get the message out to the world and to our neighborhoods. And I'm so thankful for Christian Radio. I thought several years back about maybe not doing this and doing something else. But you know what? I continually, I get messages and I hear from people that they listened and something touched their lives. And that makes it all worthwhile for me because I want to be about his business. I'm certainly not the perfect speaker. I'm certainly not that person that that's going to change everybody in the world but I certainly want to change a few people through the power of Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father, move us today. Move us to a new level. Move us to a level of understanding you and responding to you. God, help us. Give us strength in our weaknesses. Give us power to overcome. And God, move us. Move us towards you. Thank you, Lord, for these dear listeners today. Guide their lives. Lead them in every way. In Jesus' name. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, 
or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you.